This is Bob Rook with Business Leaders Podcast, and we're on the second series of What to Do. And I've got Danette Gossett of Gossett Marketing out of Miami, Florida. Good morning, Danette. Good morning, Bob. And we were talking in the previous episode about steps you can take now. And what we zeroed in on is in many of the businesses, whether it's bricks and mortars or others, you either have a contact list where you can reach out to your clients or you don't. So we thought we would talk about both of those issues and what you can do in this environment to help drive traffic through you, not through your door anymore, but drive traffic. So Danette, what are your thoughts on contact lists, whether you have them or you don't? Well, I mean, one, hopefully a lot of people do already have a contact list and they've been using. What we talked about last time was, you know, if you haven't reached out to your customers already, you need to. Uh, you need to start contacting them, letting them that you know, that them know that you're still around and you're still in business and that you're here to help them in whatever it might be that they need. If you don't have an active contact list, then you need to start getting one. Uh, one of the ways that you can do that is through LinkedIn. You know, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, you today, let's start that today. Get your LinkedIn profile going and you'll see because they have a lot of people that you can just start looking up and saying, you know, it could be your neighbors. It could be, you know, your other business um, competitors. It can be a lot of different types of people that you can start your list with. I've had LinkedIn profile for years. I have thousands of, my network is of thousands of people. I mean, you see that little thing in the bottom where some people have, you know, 100 people that they're connected with. Um, you know, I have 100 people in the same company that I'm connected with in many cases, or people that I have connections with that we have hundreds of people in common in our networks. And that's how it works because you want people to start looking at you and saying, okay, I'm going to connect. So if they, that you have your LinkedIn, then you can also put in your, your information if you've got a special coming up, if you've got some program. Here, a lot of museums are doing virtual tours of their museum. And you know, they can't have people coming in, but they're doing virtual tours. And if you're a member or not a member, I think they actually, I saw one recently for one of the museums here that you, know, you had an extra conversation with the artist if you were a member. And that was a little added value that you got. But everybody could go on the tour. And I thought that was a great way to connect with their members of their organization, you know, of the museum. And a lot of them are doing that. And I think that's a great way to kind of make sure. That you, you know, even for a realtor. Even for a realtor. You know, um, if you're trying to show a house. Absolutely. Well, right now you can't. You know, I was on the, a call yesterday with a realtor friend of mine. And I mean, she's in the business office. She's one of their business development people. And she said, you know, they found out when this happened, even though they had always encouraged their realtors to have videos of all their properties, only 20% of them did. Only 20% of the properties were represented. So, and now they can't get into the buildings. So she's like, okay, what do you do? You take your camera, you take your phone, you go and you stand outside of the building and you go, look at this great view that you're going to have if you take this, you know, apartment and, you know, and you, you can do still shots and put it in with your video and things like that. So, you know, you don't, even if you're, you know, no matter what kind of business that you're in, you can get a video out there and post it um, for any types of types of things to get people out and about to, to do virtual tours of your. Well, you know, business. there's an app here and, you know, and it's a shameless plug for these folks. And I don't have any affiliation, but it's called Bomb Bomb, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B. And you can take and shoot a video and text it. Yeah. For the very same way. And so it's it's an interesting tool. So if you're out there and you want to show a vehicle, you want to show a boat, you want to show a physical anything, there's a way to do there's it. A, there's a way to do it. And it doesn't have to be fancy. 
A lot of people are still scared that they have to be perfect and it has to be fancy. And it doesn't. It just needs to get out there. You're trying to get your message out. So, you know, one of the ways to start building your contact list, um, if you don't have one, or even expand it, because one of the things I think that people do in this time is they, they don't think about expanding their business and they're, they're thinking about preserving their business. And you want to do both. You want to, you want to reach out to your loyal customers, but you also need to be thinking about the future. And what am I going to be doing and how am I going to grow my business? Um, I had two Zoom meetings this past week with new business prospects. Um, we had set them up before um, isolation became a thing. And I was able to say, hey, listen, let's meet virtually for now and have a conversation. It wasn't a long conversation, but you know, most of them were about 20 minutes long. And uh, you know, I do believe that in the long run, we'll do business together. And, you know, I could have just said, oh, I know we've got to cancel because we can't get together. Mm-hmm. But I, I gave them that option. I said, you know, we can just cancel or we can reschedule it as a Zoom call. And they're like, yeah, I'm here. I mean, you get to see me in my living room, but yeah, I'm here. Let's go ahead and have a conversation. And you, know, so, and, you and I are talking about Zoom like everybody knows. And okay. for those that are using it, good. For yes. those that don't know how to use it, go to zoom.us. Neither of us have any affiliation whatsoever with Zoom. Definitely no affiliation whatsoever. I mean, I I think their stocks are going up because everybody's using Zoom these days. Zoom is a great way. I mean, I have a paid prescription, a subscription, because I'm doing more video meetings, and a lot of people are. And so if you just have the non-paid subscription, you only get audio. But um, it is one of those things that is very helpful. So in building your contact list, you know, you and I were talking earlier about restaurant you went to last night and that, you know, they wanted when you texted in your order, they wanted you to make sure you put your name down. So that's one of the ways that they are growing their contact list and way to be able to text out, you know, offers to their customers. People can use that for every type of business right now. I mean, there were a lot of people that, you know, I mean, texting and you walk by, you know, a Target and all of a sudden you get a Target ad. Or you'd walk by. I mean, there there are lots of those types of apps and programs that you can utilize even now. But if you haven't used that before, this is a great time to start thinking about it. You know, your Facebook, your your LinkedIn, your other social networking that's out there. You know, Instagram, Pinterest, anything along those lines that you want to put out there. Uh, your message makes a big impact because you know, everybody is everybody is on social media right now. Everybody's at home or they're, they're spending a little more time with it. They're not all just Netflix binging, but um, they are spending more time. And I've gotten over the last week more LinkedIn requests than I, I probably have gotten in years because well, you, people you know, the are, thing is, are exploring. The thing that strikes me is for the Luddite like me, you know, being that you kind of go, well, you know, maybe I really don't know all of these social media things. The place I went to last night was a, a well-attended bakery slash uh, restaurant in town. They had handwritten signs taped up in their windows, and it said, please call in with your order so we can take the credit card. And then when you're in the parking lot, please text us that you're here, what your name is, and what type of vehicle you're in. And so you could see that. Now, the one thing I would recommend to this restaurant is they write in bigger colors because uh, (laughs) I can see distance, but I couldn't see the details. And then I would make sure that I had enough phone lines coming in that you can take all the orders in the rush time. And so, I mean, and then the people would come out and they were masked up and they would put the meals in the back seat or in the trunk. I would recommend just as protocol, if you're going to do that, bring it out and just put it in the trunk. And then I would take in that deal, 
is I would put the menu for or offerings for the upcoming week. Absolutely. You know, and so all of that, I mean, that's the only thing you have to be able to do is take an incoming call, which you're already doing, and then have somebody in the restaurant that can see a text to know when to take it outside. So that's at a minimum simple to do. Simple. Simple. And to at do. the same time, you're you're amassing a whole new list of people that may be coming to your establishment that have never been there before. And there's, I don't know the, the app that would do it, but you could do outreach in text to the people that are coming to your restaurant and go, hey, next Thursday night, we're going to have you know pumpkin pie special or whatever it is that you're going to do and says, swing by on the way home from work, text us when you're in the parking lot. And you could even make a drive through lane or just come in the parking lot and get it going that way. I think that would be something easy to do, simple and easier, not necessarily the same thing, but right. simple to do. So that was demonstrated. And we always made a case of trying to overtip the people working yes. Yes. to try to help support these folks. Absolutely. I mean, that, that is key. I mean, we, you know, but everybody has a list mm-hmm. of things that they're trying to do or should buy. I mean, we talked about that last time. You know, get your list together, what you can do to help your customers. You know, being able to get, get you a happy meal at one point in time or a special dessert just to make uh, the tedium go away from what you're eating at home all the time. I mean, you know, you and I've talked about this. Most people eat out three or four times a week, typically. And now they're eating home seven days a week. Uh, We had a happy hour, virtual happy hour last night with a bunch of friends. And we were all talking about, you know, I'm bored with what I'm making. You know, I've tried a couple of new recipes. Mm -hmm. I love to cook. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm having a little fun with it. But the same token, it's like, oh, God, what's in my refrigerator instead of me can, you know, going out? Can you imagine if you're the, that bakery slash restaurant and you're going, you know what? You're really tired. It says, here's the simple things you always find in your refrigerator, right, that you right. probably have at home. This, we're going to have a short video on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, with our chef telling you what you can do to spice up your menu in your refrigerator. And if you don't want to do it, come here and we'll do it for you. Exactly. I mean, that's, a, that's a great idea. I mean, and that any restaurant can use that. I mean, we just gave it to a handhold that, that's listening. That's a, that's a restaurant. They can do that. The other thing is, is getting, a, you know, if you're a larger business and you want to start sending things out to people in their homes, um, I had recommended, you know, a, um, a package, you know, care package that employers could send to their employees. One mm-hmm. of it being a popcorn night with special, you know, different flavored popcorn seasonings that you could could have, um, you know, that type of it comes with a bowl and all that, you know, to help them stay connected with their employees, recognize that they're at home and a lot. But how do you do that if you don't have their home addresses? So mm-hmm. I'm in a mastermind group and one of my friendly competitors, because we're all over the country, she's in Texas, she actually um, put together, she was doing socks. She did actually socks. Since people are at home, you know, she did some fun socks that she wanted to send to her top customers. And um, one of the other people in our mastermind group was, well, would they give you their home address? You know, she was concerned. She goes, I, I was very concerned about asking for a home address. And, and, you know, she's like, no, they were thrilled when I told them I wanted to send them a little present. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'll give you my home address. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to ask. If you have your, um, it, it, you know, employers obviously will have their employees' home addresses. And, you know, sending something out to them at home is a good idea to stay in touch with your employees. Because that's the other thing that, that all this is about is making, making sure everybody has that connection going. But if you want to do it for your customers, there's nothing wrong with asking them, hey, listen, I want to send you something. I'd like to, you know, if you want to give me your home address, I'd like to send you a little something. 
And, you know, you don't want it to be a solicitation. You want to be a, it, something like, you know, I want to send you, you know, a little uh, socks or a popcorn or, you know, a, you know, something for your loyalty program. I mean, if there is a loyalty program, you've got their home addresses. So, you know, maybe um, I got something the other day, you know, from a company that I happen to love. And, you know, it's a travel company, um, a de- destination. And, you know, they sent off, you know, we know you're not going to be traveling right now. But we wanted to remind you of, of what, what's coming up. And it was sunscreen and, you know, a couple other fun little things that, that was included in it to say, hey, we know, you know, you're not coming now, but hopefully you'll come see us in the future. And don't forget what that feeling feels like. Well, don't, don't let that stop you. So when you're making your connection list now, you know, maybe in the past you didn't ask for home address, but maybe you want to start doing that now so that you can potentially send out. Um, the post office was noticing, you know, they, they've had a dramatic drop in postal mailings. I mean, people aren't doing all the direct mail. Um, you know, I got, instead of a catalog the other day, a postcard um, about having them do something for, you know, instead of their regular, they said, oh, everything's changing right now, so just check us online. But they still sent a postcard. But the post office is, is, has seen a dramatic decrease in direct mail. Well, maybe now's the time for you to get out there and start doing direct mail. So if you have a good contact list and you have something that you want to be offering people or informing them about, direct mail is a good thing to be thinking about right now. But you need a list. You know, let's say you and I are the, um, the business that doesn't have a list. Just, you know, you kind of go, you know, most of my mind was foot fake, you know, and I really didn't pay enormous attention to list development. What would you do if you were that business? You know, and let's say it's retail and a lot of their clients may or may not be on LinkedIn. What would you do? Well, there are a couple of things. I mean, you, you probably want to get out into Facebook and ask for um, get, getting some connection in that regard um, with your customers, um, Instagram, Pinterest, some of the other social media outlets. Um, maybe you have email addresses. Maybe you have, you could probably even go back into your credit card, <laughs> you know, your credit card state, you know, receipts from, from customers that are charged in your place. That probably has some contact information on You'll probably have to do some real work in putting your list together. I mean, and if you don't have a list, there are list brokers out there. And the list brokers are mm-hmm. still working because they can work virtually. And so you can purchase lists. You can say, okay, I don't know who my customers are, but I want to get a list of people that are within five miles, a five-mile radius of my building, my business. My customer profile is you know, women 35 to 55 mm-hmm. and with a household income of $75,000 a year, I need a list. And many times they can be able to give you home addresses or business addresses. They can give you phone numbers, email addresses. So you have to invest a little money in it, but you would be able to have that list and start mining that list mm-hmm. um, for your future business. Because that's the whole thing. I mean, right now, you know, you have an opportunity to change the way you're doing your business. And maybe you were very comfortable in how you were doing it in the past. And so you didn't have a list of all your, your customers and maintain that list. Maybe you weren't staying in touch with them because business was good. Well, now this is going to be the new normal. You're going to want to be able to stay in touch with your customers on a regular basis. And this is one way to start trying to, to start that process, get that process. Well, you know, and I think about messaging people says, what do I say? Well, call two or three or four of your top clients and go, what's bothering you? Right. How do we help you with whatever's bothering you? 
And then, you know, let's say you have a list of X size and you got two messages. You're not sure which one's going to work. Take one message and send it to half the list and the other message to the other half. See what results you get. And then you'll kind of, you'll A-B test right there and you'll know. And and I think even if, you know, we don't have an enormous amount of drive, by, I think state by state, the lockdowns are somewhat different. Yes. You know, and we still have some traffic out there. I mean, at a minimum, you could put a bifold type poster board out on the curb and say, open for business, text us, or, you know, and, and I think there are things you could do to draw a tough your barber, know how you virtually cut hair. Right. Yeah, that was a tough one. But you know what you do? You sell gift certificates. You know, you you have a gift certificate or when this is back on, you know, I'm giving a discount. I'm not big on discounts, but, you know, um, maybe you do give a little discount or you, um, you know, but you can pre-sell. I heard someone the other day saying how for all the businesses that you really, you know, love and want to see that they get going, you know, ask them, can I prepay for my services? You know, um, a nail salon. You know, for instance, if you go every week and now you're not going and your nails are starting to really show it, but maybe you can call the nail salon and say, hey, can I prepay you for my next 10 visits so that they have some revenue coming in? So there's a couple of different things that you can do for your, you know, those types of businesses. You know, it's not necessarily, I mean, gift certificates are a big thing. I mean, they're getting their money now and then they'll have to put it out later, but that won't be all at one time. Right now, they're not getting any revenue right now, not much. So if you can help them to increase the revenue now, and then they'll give it out over time because not everybody's going to be able to redeem their certificate on the same day or won't want to. You know, I, I had a reward points left over from somebody and they were about to expire and I couldn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to use them. Well, they offered, I could get gift certificates. Well, actually gift cards. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yes, I'm going to go ahead and get those now. Um, and they had a, a variety of businesses that I could choose from. And I chose Home Depot. And I can always use Home Depot gift cards. I mean, you know, who can't? So, you know, everybody has a way of getting some revenue in or staying in touch, you know, but you have to have that list. You have to go back to having your contacts and getting out in front of them. So, you know, you should have or you may have a loyalty program. Now's the time to be in touch with those loyal customers. You know, extend the amount of time that you have. Um, Send them a note, you know, tell them that you're here for them. You know, inform them what's going on with their loyalty points. I mean, maybe they can't use them right now. So you're going to extend it for another three months, six months, whatever. Maybe you're going to provide them some special deal later on. But you have the names, so use them. Ask them for referrals. Well, you know, the, other hmm? the other thing I think about too is, you know, let's say that you have a, sp- a specific skill set in your business and your customers can't come through the door and says, you know what, we're going to have a series of videos we're going to shoot. It says, we're going to shoot them ourselves. And so you didn't do, you know, because with many of the iPhones, I mean, the cameras and the videos are really good. Very good. It says, you know, while you're at home and says, we're going to start doing an educational series either for the adults that are housebound or we're going to do it for your children. And says, we're going to talk about teaching your kids how to do A, B, C, or D, and says, you can log in to our things and they'll be recorded and take a look and said, if you're a graduate of our training course, right, then there's some things that we can do for you or you're qualified to get the following or provide us, you know, an email list, you know, or your contact information, whatever it is, I think you can take and go through and go, what are we best known for? You know, like what if you're back to the bakery, you know, people are saying, I'd like to know how to make bread at home. 
So are you going to do it all the time? No, but this is what you do. We're going to make sourdough. Let's talk about starter. You know, and here's what you're going to do on the starter. Tune in tomorrow when your starter's ready, and we're going to make a <laughs> loaf of bread tomorrow. And if yours looks like hardtack, you did the following wrong. But if it looks like this, you know, you're right. And then it says, and make sure that you take and share to our Facebook page your successful bread making thing exactly. with your children and that kind of thing. And I think you can take and start going like, I know people are at home. You know, as my wife said, if this goes on much longer, she's going to need another house to clean. You know, <laughs> she can come you know, down and, here and see, do mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, there's a job for her, you know, but you look at stuff like that, I think, and there are things that you can do as a business owner. Go, how do I take and, and showcase my expertise? And it doesn't have to be perfect, just minimum viable product, get it out the door. Exactly. So guys, we're yeah, talking about that's the thing. I mean, that's what, yeah, yeah, that's what you have been talking about. It's like, you know, people, you know, get off your paralyzed point and just start. You, you know what you do. You know what you do well. And you can, people want to be informed. People want to have a warm message. Um, they mm -hmm. want to hear from you and make sure that you are doing well during these times and that you're going to be there for them when this is all over. Because this is, there is going to be an end to this. It's not going to go mm -hmm. on forever. And, you know, those businesses that spend some time now reaching out to their customers in the long run will, will come out on the other end much better. And if you're limiting yourself to just your existing customers, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. You need to reach out and continue to reach out to what could be your prospects as well. Because, you know, when this is over, again, people are going to be looking for people that they now know and trust and, well, and understand. And that's going to make a make a difference for your business. And we, we've talked about that, you know, in, in the communication space, you know, one, people know that you care. Two, that you have a solution. If they're bored at home, we can provide some relief. Develop a relationship with these folks. You know, if you're not really savvy in social media, make a sign, stick it outside the highway or however people see your business and make sure that they know you're there and then start collecting, if nothing else, phone numbers and text messaging. And, and I think the statistic is something like 90% of text messages are either read or open. It's an enormous number, enormous number. Uh, you know, and so for the folks out there, you know, in the series, we wanted to talk, you know, uh, previous series, what to do if you're paralyzed. And then the second thing today, what we wanted to talk about is, okay, you're now past paralysis and you're going, okay, how do I communicate with my clients if I can't communicate with them like they used to or like we used to do? And so this is some ideas on how to take and deal with the contact list you have and some ideas of how to build a contact list. And then some ideas that if you're not technically savvy, there are ways to do it just with the things you have, a cell phone and text messaging, both which are, are easy to do and adopt, and then start an outreach program to your clients. And so with that thing, Danette, do you have anything that you'd like to close with? No, I think that you... you Summarize that extremely well, so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, so, so the short answer is, is, you know, go through the step, get unparalyzed, start building your list, and start reaching out. And, you know, if you do any kind of audio or video outreach, your first one won't be as good as your 10th one. And your 10th one will be better than, or the 20th is better than your 10th. And so the short answer is say, hey, look, this is new. We're really trying to reach out. I said, if we were perfect, we'd be someone else. But we really hope you're well. And this is what we're trying to do to help with this, you know, with your problems. And people will appreciate the fact that you're reaching out and putting your best foot forward and trying to help them with what bothers them now. So with that, Danette, Thank we will take know. and step away from this particular episode and see if we can't work on the next one.
Sounds like a plan. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for your time. You bet. Thank you.